Welcome back to TFM Bet Show. Another Sunday of pretty much getting my soul sucked in the worst ways possible. <laughs> good to see you too, Mikey. Happy Monday. <laughs> Happy Monday. <laughs> How we doing? Doing good. I mean, so let's just let's start with the NFL slate. I mean, I feel like, you know, there's enough to talk about. Firstly, you're a leg away from a back-to-back surge. It's a Belichick business trip tonight. That's what we're thinking. Big night. All right, so we'll get, to, we'll get to that game a little later. But um, but let's start with, you know, the games we didn't even get to talk about yet. Raiders-Rams, Thursday Night Football, <laughs> feels like it was an eternity ago. <laughs> what a call for the kid on the Rams money line. Wild, dude. What a game. Baker putting meat on table. Revenge drive, bro. Legacy drive. And I thought it was going to be a good bit because you took the Rams and I was like, oh, I'm on the Raiders because yeah. every time you take the Rams, they sell. And it almost feels like I'm the worst NFL better the world has seen. You kind of just have to go against your gut sometimes. I think I'm learning that. I think I'm learning that. Um, I mean, when you're holding a Raiders minus six and Baker Mayfield marches 98 <laughs> yards, there's not much you could do. I mean, I thought that game was chalked at halftime. What the the Rams were down thirteen to three, bro, and we won that game in the last two drives. That's insane. And like Baker Mayfield, I guess welcome back. <laughs> yeah, like bro. is he back? I don't know, but he looked like he. I mean, he didn't look great the whole game, but those last two legacy drives were fucking legacies, bro. Okay, so as a Rams fan, are you now in the camp of let's let's see what Baker can do for sure. I mean, okay. this this season's kind of chalked anyways. Let Stafford get better. I mean, why even bring him back? Why even bring Cooper Cup back? Why bring some of our key defensive players back? There's no need. The season's over pretty much for the Rams. Division is mm-hmm. way out of reach. So why not just let Baker do his thing out there, see what he can do, prove himself? No, I like it. I, I, I always like seeing guys like that do well. You know, I think sometimes a lot of it is a system. I think sometimes a lot of it is a personnel. But, I mean, to step in and win that game, my God, do the Raiders suck. Dude, I mean, with the chance to still get into the playoffs, they needed to win that game. One stop. One stop, bro. <laughs> 98 yards. <laughs> and Mima on the back door. I mean, she loves the back door. She loves the prime loves time. The back door. She loves prime time. Um, you know, some other interesting games, obviously, we'll, we'll skip over the boring ones, not that there was many. Um, but Browns, Bengals, Joe Burrow finally covers a spread. In a divisional game as a favorite, it feels like. Yep. A lot of people were scared going into this week, NFL Sunday. A lot of underdogs were supposed to come out and shock the world after a fully square Sunday last week. But that just didn't happen too much. And I was kind of expecting that. Uh, this game, though, I was definitely scared of. That's why I didn't take the Bengals is because he struggled very, very he struggled a lot against divisional opponents. No, I mean, Joe Burrow against divisional opponents is top 10 worst against the spread it has yeah, to be i already <clears throat> lost I, literally one night this year i think it was halloween Bengals browns rematch uh the Bengals looked horrible and i was just not willing to go through this again and the browns had jacoby Brissett. yeah like so they, they got Sean watson, watson this, this time like how do they not fucking go out and at least make it a game you know and i always think it's interesting you know we watch those games and you know joe burrow and jamar look dominant right but sometimes I like to go back and I look at the and look at the games and kind of look at the stats and be like, okay, like what was the story of the game if you didn't watch it? Yep. If you didn't watch this game and I told you that the losing quarterback was twenty six for forty two with two hundred seventy six yards, a touchdown, interception, and the winning quarterback 
was 18 for 33 with 239 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Would you think that the guy lost by 13 points? <laughs> no. No, it no sounds like right? a close game where the dog covers. So not not that it's like crazy, but I, you know, I always think that's interesting when you go look at that and you'd be like, Deshaun only put up 10 points, but he actually he had a pretty okay game. Yeah. They just couldn't get the ground game going, so I guess that's that kind of what did them in. But Texans, oh. Cowboys. Dude. Possibly the <laughs> biggest favorite of all time in the NFL. And you've got their money line in this in your sixteen parlay. Okay. Walk me through that game. <laughs> I put the Cowboys in here because like we all thought it was gonna be a fluke ass week in the NFL. And I wanted to limit the amount of bullshit games I had to sweat out because I was gonna take some dogs and I really didn't want to force a favorite that I didn't like to win and sweat that game out because I'm already gonna be sweating out three other dogs over here. And so I figured this was a free game. Obviously, nothing's free in the NFL. It's any given Sunday. But holy shit, bro. I'm sitting there. Fourth quarter, three minutes left. Dak just threw a pick on his own five-yard line, feeling like the biggest bozo you've ever seen. Like, literally, I felt so stupid. I crafted this fucking surgical parlay just for it to lose on a minus 2,000. And the worst part is I was literally like gloating about it before the third six even started saying, you're going to give me this free game, bro. I'm going to happily take it. Uh, and it happened to be the biggest fucking sweat in the whole lay, dude. <laughs> and I mean, once again, the Cowboys love to raise questions. They do. Every time you're like, this Cowboys <laughs> yeah. team is so fucking legit. The Texans come into town and they look awful, dude. Dude. Awful. <laughs> the Texans should have won that game. I can't believe they didn't. No, I, 100%. I agree with you. And, and of course, it's so classic. Like, feels like a free game, right? Minus 2,500 on the money line. <laughs> but just so classic of Vegas to give you that game like that. And the Texans are leading up until, like, the last minute. I mean, plus 17 was free as fuck. One of the freest spreads <laughs> on the board. Dude. You didn't even sweat. If you took plus 17, you didn't even sweat. Dude, dude. I saw one of the biggest bets in the day uh, from some sports book was on Cowboys minus 17. Wow. Yeah. Imagine just having that ticket in your back pocket, sitting on your couch on Sunday in drowning. piss. Drowning, <laughs> drowning in piss, bro. Dude. Oh, my God. I mean, God. the first drive of the game, I'm like, wow, this is going to be an absolute blowout. We got a touchdown in two minutes. Pollard ran it in. And I'm like, yep, I'm not even going to watch this fucking game. And then halftime, I'm like, holy shit, we're losing, bro. I'm getting flamed on Twitter. Getting absolutely roasted on TikTok. Oh my god, bro! Legacy drive by Dak Prescott. I don't know how much of a legacy that is against the Texans, but that was a legacy drive, man. Yeah, I was gonna say that just kind of felt like a drive. It felt like it was gonna happen, bro. <laughs> yeah, it, like, it did kind of feel. It never felt like they were gonna lose. I'll be honest. Like it was like the cow. The, no way you're gonna lose the yeah, Texans. You know what I mean? Like you're sitting there, like the delusional fan. You're like, <laughs> yeah, they're not losing this game. Like I don't know how they're gonna get it, but they're not losing this game. Yeah. I'm um, tweaking on the couch. You guys are like, they're literally not losing this game, bro. Like, calm down. I was yeah. like, I don't know why I believed it, but I did. No, I believed it too. I think, I mean, you know, I think more so it was like, there's no way they lose this game. Like, as a better, <laughs> like, you're like, there's just no way they lose this game. But it didn't really look like they were going to lose. Um, I'm never doing that again. Minus 2,000. You're not going in the fucking lane. Yeah, hold them to that, though. <laughs> Please don't let me hold do that them again. Hold them to that, though. Um, it was always the Lions. It was always the damn Lions, man. There's a couple things that'll happen during an NFL season, because, you know, it's rigged. But there's a couple things that'll happen during an NFL season where we just have to sit on this couch and go, you know what? I'm just going to trust Vegas. The Lions going from minus one to minus two. I'm not a big Lion movement guy. 
But the Lions as favorites against the Vikings, who are supposed to be Super Bowl tendies. I mean, you had to take the Lions. Yeah, I mean, you got one team trending upwards. The Lions have been playing really well, looking really good on offense. The defense starting to figure out a bit. Uh, and you got a team trending downwards. It kind of does this. Yeah, the Vikings are on fraud watch. They're definitely not what they what they look like. And uh, are they really even that good? Does their record speak to who they really are? I don't know. But the Lions are legit. The Vikings are frauds. And that was kind of the script going into the game anyways. And uh, sure enough, the Lions came out and, you know, did their thing. And this Lions team, you know, <clears throat> I think even outside of the of the betting, this Lions team kind of has that DNA where they're going to, they could cause some problems if they keep this run going. They could cause some, some problems. Dan Campbell has these guys every game ready to run through any wall imaginable. And that offense with Jameson Williams, too, I, I think is going to be incredible. Most surgical thing I've ever heard you say was uh, Williams is what receiving yards you wanted to take. They didn't offer that on yeah, prize picks, but. Uh, First touchdown of the game. It was like the first or second play of the game. And I don't know if you saw the route, but he broke him. Oh, yeah. Wide open. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, wide open. That was surgical. Nice call. So, they're going to be good. I think the Lions are going to be really good. I think, you know, they're starting to go on the run at the right time. Yep. And when people forget, Goff's a Super Bowl quarterback. Super Bowl quarterback. Uh, well, he's good. He was I, there. I mean, he was there. The Rams obviously were stacked that <laughs> he year. He played. He played in the, in game. the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still a, gr- a good quarterback. No, he's a great quarterback. I he think, slept on. I think they got a steal with him. And I think he's the right guy for Detroit. You know for what I sure. mean? Like, he's not, he doesn't do anything crazy pretty. Yeah. But he's just like, I'm going to go out there and follow the game plan. For sure. Um, Plays with heart. Speaking of the Vikings, though, that are kind of doing this, I want you to guess the spread. They play the Colts in Minnesota. What do you think that spread <laughs> is? The Colts in Minnesota. The 4-8 Colts in Minnesota. What do you think that spread is? They, they continue. They're probably... Still continuing to disrespect the Vikings. Okay. I'm going to go with Vikings minus six. Four and a half. God damn it. Dude. I knew it was going to be four and a half. No, we're not going to talk about that yet. But I mean, what the fuck are you <laughs> supposed to do with that, dude? That is, I mean, uh, I, mean what? I can't trust the Colts again, but no. that's wild. No. That seems wild. Four that's, and a half? That seems like a Meemaw at the game oh type man, of game. That's Meemaw at the game. Yeah. Speaking of, it was always. Another game we happen to both be on the right side of. When was it not the Jags at plus Chicky? The Jags was a surgical call, bro. The when Titans are frauds. The Vikings are frauds, just like the Titans. Dude, we both sat here in the clip and we were like, Jags going in, the Jags traveling into Tennessee, Tennessee's minus three and a half. And I was just like, you go. I feel like I love the Jags. Yeah. And I was like, I feel the same way. <laughs> but then we were like, fade us. But we were right. I mean, line like a line like that too, not even just looking at the line, also what the teams are doing, kind of similar to Vikings Lions. The Jags, the Jags, when they look good, look good. They you know do. what I mean? Like that sounds dumb. For sure. But when they look good, they look good. And Tannehill was making dumbass throws. The defense was getting on top of it for the Jags. Uh, I mean, out of the gates, we got a goat whale touchdown, which Huge. I was stoked about. Huge. Derrick Henry, Tutty. We need up. two more. Two more. Um, and I figured this was going to be a, you know, a game the Titans figure out. Uh, definitely not the case. And the Jags pick was pretty surgical, I got to say. I wanted to put him in the surge six, but I just couldn't You'd have trust. You like a genie. I know, dude. I just couldn't trust my gut. But here we are where it's on Monday. I still got a fucking leg pending. Wish I would have put him in there. And I will say there's some teams that kind of disappoint me a little bit. 
the Titans with a fun quarterback would be so exciting. So sick. Bro. Like someone that'll like even a Jameis takes a little risk, like <laughs> slings the rock. Tannehill is just so unimpressive for a team that I think is still like right on that cusp yeah. <clears throat> of contending. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Derrick Henry, a good defense. Like I don't I've know, been but, I've been out on Derrick Henry since or not Derrick Henry. I've been I was out to say <laughs> I'm not out on Derrick. What? Henry. <laughs> I've been out on Ryan Tannehill since the loss in the playoffs. Was it the wild card game against dude, the yeah, Bengals, uh, dude? Any you any of his losses, literally any other quarterback, I think loses their job. That but. was the game for me right there where I hopped off the train. Okay. They lost me 30 units that day. Oh, yeah. I mean, see you later. Yeah. They're never a surge six-piece, dude. <laughs> no. The never. Titans never Never. Because you never get them at a good number. No. No. Um, And then, you know, another game that we were just completely on the wrong side of the Eagles smoked the Giants. Yep. Jalen Hurts looked possessed. <laughs> and I feel like in a game like that, you just got to be able to look at the look at what we said pregame and just chalk it up to the game and be like, I still I still don't believe the Eagles are it. I'll be honest with you. I feel like the Giants aren't a great football team, right? They went from six and one to seven and five. Jeez. So that says a lot, right? Yeah. I still am not a firm believer believer in the Eagles. Like I don't think the Super Bowl is theirs because they're the best record in the NFL. I still think they're gonna get tested by really good teams in the playoffs that might crack a little bit of the facade that they're building about just smoking bad teams, but Jalen Hurts, here's your flowers. You looked great, dude. Yeah. You I looked was, phenomenal. I thought the Giants could fuck around and win that game. That's why I didn't put... I did too. I usually put the Eagles in the surgical six. I usually yeah. always lay them with the points. Uh, I was not willing to in this game just because a, a home divisional dog in a, in a game where the Eagle, or the Giants you know need to win in order to stay within reach of the division. Uh, I was wanting... I considered putting Giants ML in the surgical six, which would have just been preposterous. That would have been the biggest underdog, you know, in the six before. But I just wasn't willing to do it. Wasn't willing to trust my gut in that game, try to be fake sharp, because that was fake sharp. And I think, too, you know, we <clears throat> we said it before the game when we were talking about why the Giants were going to win. We weren't just like the Giants are going to win. The Giants were going to win if they could run on the Eagles. Yeah. And they didn't come out and run on the Eagles. Saquon no. Barkley had nine carries for 28 yards. I mean, it was 21 to nothing out of the gates. How are you supposed to run the ball? Yeah, you can't run the ball when you're down 21. So, I mean, I feel like that kind of contributes it too, contributed to it as well. Um, but, I mean, we were just on the wrong side. Yeah. Just the wrong side. Just chalk it up. We didn't bet, I didn't bet on it, so we're good. Just just trust the better team. <laughs> um, you know, Ravens-Steelers, I don't really want to talk about it. Yeah, Unless I didn't really watch that, too much of that game. I didn't have any action on that. I mean, the You want to actually play the game. That I was just playing with the Browns game. Sure. I'm gonna read you because after watching this game and being like, this is the most fucking vile game I've ever watched in my life, looking at the stats this morning, just like refamiliarize myself with what happened. I'm gonna have, I'm just gonna read you the two stat lines of the quarterbacks. I'm not gonna tell you who's who, but you're probably gonna know because we watched it. One quarterback was 22 for 30 with 276 yards, a touchdown, and three picks. The other quarterback was 8 for 12 for 88 yards. <laughs> Who won that game? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Trubisky came in, right? Mm -hmm. So I assume... Uh, which quarterback won? Which stat line won that game? Let me guess. Huntley had the 88 yards. <laughs> yeah, what? Dude. No way. How do you have 88 yards and win 16 to 14? You know why? 
It's because J.K. Dobbins. It's because Justin Tucker over one and a half field goals. Bang! I mean, air, dude. <laughs> that was the freest shit. Yep. And you had that red. You were like, it's going to be an ugly game. It's going to be a field goal game. And it's going to be Justin Tucker. They're going to rely on their GOAT. And That's they the went only... to their GOAT. Yeah, they went to their GOAT. And also, shout out J.K. Dobbins, 120 yards and a tut. Oh, wow. He fucking, he turned his shit up. He went time. off. So I guess that's what happens. You know I mean? Terrible game, though. Um, Chiefs still can't cover spreads. How about it? I don't want to say I told you, but I told you. Man. No, you did. I didn't bet it, but you were right. <laughs> they always find a way, bro. Again, up 21 nothing in this game. I tweeted some shit about the game pretty much being over. Literally three touchdowns straight by the fucking Broncos, bro. Can't make it up. And just free my man Jerry Judy, dude. Yeah, dude, three tutties. Like, he is, and I remember in that draft class, I wanted the Jets to get him. That's who I wanted in that draft class. He is phenomenal. Yeah, no, he's raw. Like, get him out of there. <laughs> Just for the love of God, he's had Drew Locke and Russell Wilson. Just get him out of there, dude. I mean, Russell actually kind of showed some signs yesterday. I mean, show some signs. Or that's <laughs> like... Dude, for the first time all year, they threw back-to-back. They had back-to-back touchdowns on back-to-back drives. First time. But him so showing signs is like a dead guy, and the heart monitor goes, <laughs> and he's still dead. Like you're like, what am I supposed to do here? Like ah, he blipped. I thought the I thought the Broncos were gonna come back and have a fucking legacy comeback. Thank yeah. God they didn't. And I mean, but Mahomes was kind of bullshitting. He was at the end. I mean that one. I mean obviously. Well, you had two picks or three? I mean, I think he had two, but, you know, or three, he had three. Wow. Three and three. Three touchdowns, three picks. Jeez. So an off day for him, right? But they still won 34-28, so it's like, just get the job done. Yeah. The shovel pass was wild. That was Or whatever wild, you bro. fucking call that. Dude, like I said on Twitter, insane. he's literally, he plays like he's running around Meemaw's house before fucking dinner's <laughs> ready. <laughs> you know? In the front yard with the kids. You just trying shit. You just be like, what if I'm running? I just hook it to him. Um, But yeah, I mean, Pat Mahomes still can't cover spreads. And then these three games, I just, I just want to take a moment and talk about these three games. Oh yeah. Legacy afternoon. No, and then I'll bring it back. I sit down every Sunday after not having a single great Sunday yet. And I go, I'm going to put together a parlay that hits. And I took the Bucks plus three. I took the favorite Seahawks. And I took the Chargers plus seven. That was my parlay. Mm. And I thought, there's no way this doesn't hit. One o'clock slate go. Only one underdog wins in the one o'clock. And it was the Jaguars. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... Almost every dog covered. Nope. Almost every favorite one and covered. So I was like, now we're rolling into the three o'clocks. And I got Tom Brady plus three and a half against Brock Purdy. You can't make this shit up, dude. Like the NFL, when it comes to me, I think is rigged. Like I think I put in my parlays and I think the teams get together. And I think they're in the locker room and Tom's like, yo. He put it on social media. He took us plus three. Let's go lose by 50. <laughs> like, I'm convinced. And then the Seahawks. Hey, Gino. I think he's in the locker room going, hey, man. The biggest Jet fan of all time <laughs> just took me over Sam Darnold. I'm going to come out there and look like I did on the Jets and just fucking bot. <laughs> 
and he fucking loses to Sam. Like I lost to Sam Darnold and Brock Purdy, dude. I mean, again, I would. I was trying to tell you, just jump ship on these teams that are absolute frauds, like the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are on top of the fraud list, bro. They're poverty, and you knew that. And we got a comment that said, if you're still betting on Tom Brady, you don't know football. <laughs> and I was like, That right. hit deep, huh? I was like, all right, first of all, they might be right now. Yeah. Dude. Like, the Buccaneers are dead. Dude, I, I caught on to that. I jumped ship fucking, like, week eight, bro. This they're, was it for me. They're terrible. This was a three-point underdogs. Like, uh, and when there's a blowout in the back of my head, you know, when the first half doesn't look great, I go, Vegas made this line for a reason. So when am I going to see why they made that line? This line made no fucking sense. And I said it in the last episode when, I, when you said, what did you think the spread would be? And I said, six or seven for the Niners? Six or seven, I said. Yeah. Because I was like, this line makes no sense, but I took the fucking box. Dude, the Niners... Doesn't matter how they do it, they just know how to win games. And the Bucks don't. I mean, they're they, they play better against poverty teams, but they're poverty themselves. And when they're going up against a team that arguably can go and make a Super Bowl run, no shot, bro. And I want Brock Purdy to do well. I'm off the Bucks. I just I want the people to know I'm gonna hold myself accountable. I will not bet on the Bucks the rest of the year. I won't do it. Nor will I bet on the Seahawks, because fuck that team, dude. How the fuck do you lose to the Panthers? That that game, I almost had the Seahawks in the six. They were literally in there, and then I talked myself off them because I was like, why are the Seahawks, a team that's been playing well with a good quarterback, going up against poverty, a minus three-and-a-half favorite at home in a tough place to play? I just felt like the, for some whatever reason, this was going to be one of those games where the public just gets absolutely shafted, bro. And they did. And, they did, and I did. <laughs> I did. I like, dude. I'm I'm getting all the comments now. The most public better ever. Like, it's like, damn, bro. Like, if I took any of the favorites at the one o'clock, I would have been the most public better ever. But they all smacked. Yeah. And then I go into the three o'clocks. I'm like, the Seahawks got to do it, and yeah. they fucking lose outright. So, you know, I just you you can't make it up. But then we get to the Sunday night game. Oh yeah. Dolphins Chargers. I obviously have some very strong feelings about Justin Herbert going into this game. As we learned last week. Also had some very strong feelings about Tua going into this game. Yep. Where are all you Tua fans now? Where are you at? Because I checked Twitter yesterday, during the game, after the game, and it's crickets. Oh, yeah. Where are you at? Where are those freaking... Uh, the the Sunday night pregame show host. The army. The army that all took the Dolphins Where's away. Where's the army? Because you know what? He fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> he fucking sucks. What was he, like two for 17 or some shit, bro? Dude, two for 17. At one point in the game. And by the way, you know, we were sitting there. I was down a couple of units because, you know, the college basketball goes well. And then I always try to lay it into the football because that's what I want to watch. I went down. I looked at you. I went, dude, I like how do we get this back? And you were like, it's Chargers Moneyline. And I was like, all right, we're doing it. Yeah. And that's how you get out of the mud. You take Chargers Moneyline plus, two, plus 150. Mike, you need to get out of the mud. I feel like that's the situation that Trent and I are in every every Sunday night <laughs> is I'm looking at him going, dude, I'm in, I'm in a hole. What are we doing? And it's the last game, like every unit you got, let's just see if we can get out. But I want to talk about this. I will take... Two steps back on my Herbert take. I'll do that. I'm adult enough to go, I was a little too harsh. Good. But I'm not going to sit here and say that I think he's a good quarterback when 
we're in the red zone all game and he doesn't get touchdowns. Yeah. That, that comes down to him. You fumble at the one. You miss snaps. There wasn't even throws where I was like, oh, he's putting it on that guy. Not one where I was like in the red zone feeling confident. Yeah. When he makes that progression, and he's got plenty of time to do that, I'll admit he's great. Facts. But, but this 3,000 yards, 4,000 yards, it doesn't mean anything to me if you can't close out. Facts. Tua had one of the worst games I've seen a quarterback have. Dude, you won, you won by six because Herbert can't score in the red zone. You might say that's coaching. You might say that's whatever. But make a play. You know, make a play. You shouldn't have two touchdowns in that game. Or one, because you handed on the oh, half yeah. to Eckler. No, he had one. He had one. Trust he had me, one. As, a, as, a, as a man with a sh- huge investment on this guy to have fucking overpassing touchdowns, it's been very frustrating all season. Watching him throw one, two. We've had what, maybe one? When you're in the red zone, I would love to know how many times. It felt like they were in the red zone 14 times. Yeah, yeah. And we walked away with no points a few times. No points? Yeah. Turning it over on fourth down, like that, that is why I call him a fraud. Like that's why I called him a fraud. Because when you're in these positions, you're at home, obviously you got the win, great, you grinded it out. Dude, they could have beat this Dolphins team by 30. Oh, yeah. Especially when your defense, bare bones right now. Asante Samuel's having a fucking day. You got guys coming out of the woodwork making plays, shutting down Tyree Kill. Reward them, give them cushions. Dude, they looked phenomenal. That but, was insane. But I'm saying, as Justin Herbert, reward this defense that at bare bones is going out there and shutting down one of the most high-powered offenses in the league handily. Like, put them in the position to go out there and make a mistake. Every time Herbert stepped off the field, he put his defense in a position where they could not afford to make a single mistake because you're not closing it out in the red zone. Yeah. No, and then Herbert down the stretch was just trusting his goat, going to Keenan Allen. I think he had, like, 14 receptions. Surgical call... We that pri- we'll get there, but that prize picks was fucking. Well, we're so, gonna get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Oh, we're gonna get there. Uh, but no, it is very frustrating this Chargers red zone offense to not be able to finish the job. Herbert not being able to find the end zone. Eckler's been a huge, you know, problem solver with the issues in the red zone for sure. He's having a big year. But as a goat whale owner, I'm very fucking frustrated with Herbert because this was a game, it was make or break. We needed three at the minimum. Dude. He got one. I'm ready to put Herbert to bed in the get well. And it's not like he wasn't there. Yeah. No. The, <laughs> dude, I mean, how many trips to the red zone we have, bro? Like fucking 12. And we scored how many points? 20? 21? Yeah, 23. 23. Jesus. Over bro. field goals would have been free. Yeah. Dicker the kicker. Literally. Is that guy. Dicker the kicker is that guy. But um, how surgical were the plus cheeky chargers on primetime? I no, knew the, they were coming for their re- revenge. Dude, the plus cheeky chargers were one of the... I think best calls we've had or you've had yet. But I said I was going to take the Chargers. No, you did. I shit on them. I shit on both of them. Yeah. And then I said, but we're taking the Chargers. And you were, since the day you woke up on Monday, Yeah. you were taking the plus chicken Chargers. Yeah. Like you knew it was coming. <laughs> and when you looked at me and you were like, no, you, you, put, it on the, you put it on the money line. Yeah. I was like, keep the points, brother. Keep the points, bro. Keep the points. Um, but great game. Let's do a little fade pot update. We not only fucking smacked the sneak nuke prize pick entry, which was Tucker field goals, free DK Metcalf yards, Herbert passing yards, either the taco or the not taco. Pick your poison. They both smacked. Oh, yeah. And then we could have had a five. If they gave us Jameis and you receiving yards, I would hit. But we ended up taking Keenan receiving yards. 
smacked in the mouth. So oh, the yeah. fade pod. There's a greened out gob for the kids. A greened out goblin. <laughs> a greened out goblin for the fade pod. And not to mention, we're now 4-0 on hockey money line bets. Oh, the new child lords. The new ch- so the fade pod not only hit a four-leg PP entry, but the fade pod hit an NFL two-teamer and an NHL two-teamer. Lions and Chargers, that shit was so surgical, bro. And then what is well, what was the... What was the classic NHL two teamer that you can literally expect from this podcast every week? Was it Leafs and Oilers? It was Leafs and Oilers. <laughs> the two wagons. So Leafs and Oilers two teamer smacked. Chargers Lions two teamer smacked. Prize picks smacks. That's a lot of green there. We might be sharp, boys. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying we, we might, might be in our bags. <laughs> We might be eight inches deep in a duffel right oh, now. Yeah. But no, we have, I mean, all things considered, I think we had a good weekend. Obviously, we had a couple takes go awry, but, you know, that's the NFL. You got to pick a side. And, we, you know, I especially, I don't think you were wrong in a single game on here. I was wrong on a couple. <laughs> so, you know, it just so happens we put it out there for the world to see. I'm back in my <clears throat> bag. He's back in his bag. <laughs> um, all right, so let's talk Monday night football. Pats going into Cardinals. Cardinals plus one and a half at home. I saw a stat that I want to run by you. But first, this is going to be the first Cardinals game since the Patrick Peterson thing. So the, uh, you got to wonder how the locker room's doing. The Cardinals suck at home. We know this. One of the worst teams at home. And I just saw that they are a loss away from being in the lotto for a top five pick. Wow. No way. So when you look at this game, does all of this tell you, I think there's two narratives, right? We talk about narratives all the time, or I do. In my head, there's two narratives. This locker room is in fucking shambles. This season is over for the Cardinals. And they're playing one of the best coaches probably ever. They're going to get fucking smoked. Or, let me, let me take you a trip. Down here, Kyler Murray has to come out and have a legacy performance because I've never seen a quarterback go from here to zero in a span of a year and a half like he has. Yeah, I mean, I will say I'm a little, I'm very worried about this game. But you're on the Patriots. Let it be known you're on the Patriots. I'm on the Patriots. Right. Last leg of the surge six for lots of units. I'm scared about this game, not because of who's on the field and who's not, but what the line says. We got with the public on the Patriots, but the line went from two to one and a half. Sus. Sus. The Patriots need this game way more than the Cardinals do. The Patriots are still, you know, in playoff conversations, and that division's close. But Belichick on the road, I'd rather have my coins, my faith, in the hands of Bill than these bozos in Arizona. Yeah, I mean, Cliff is a fucking bot. I don't know how he still has a job. I don't even think he could coach a middle school football offense. But... (laughs) Honestly, when I look at a team like the Patriots, I'm not, I'm not sure if line movement concerns me. I don't know if that's crazy. But the reason why that line is moving, I think, is because you don't know what Mac Jones you're going to get. Yeah, you don't. But at the end of the day, Bill Belichick finds a way. If Mac Jones isn't getting it going, the Patriots' run game is going to be crazy or he'll throw fucking Bailey in immediately. Mm-hmm. So, like, that line doesn't concern me that much. But this is also a Cardinals defense where 
Mac Jones on his day has looked so good this year that Mac Jones could pick apart. He could pick it apart. Yep. And we could be sitting here with Kyler Murray on Twitter going, hey, Pat, good game, dude. <laughs> good game. You know what I mean? Like, good yeah. game, bro. But I will say the thing that scares me is a motivated Cardinals offense. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then again, it's Cliff against Bill. It's Cliff against Bill. I'm, I'm taking Bill 100 out of 100 times. It's Cliff against Bill. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't care how we do it. Just get the job done, Bill. I feel like this is going to be a gross game. I think the best bet in this one's probably the under, bro. I was about to say I like the over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're allergic to taking under, so I don't expect you to, to like that one at all. But I feel like this is a game where Belichick's just trying to get the hell out of here. Just end the game. You know, clock management, that's his freaking specialty. It's going to be a chess match, and it's going to be a disgusting game to watch. And if they were giving us the field goal props, I'd be nuking them, but they're not, sadly. I love Murray to throw a pick, but I'm going to let you take your Murray prop for our entry on the, stream, okay. on, on the show today. Okay. But he's throwing a pick. He's throwing a pick. Yeah, I'm calling it. All right. <laughs> I called it last week. Uh, I. Let's go back real quick to that Rams game. I literally called it to a T, bro. I oh, said no, you did. That was incredible. I said it on the last drive of the game, Carr's throwing an interception and the Rams are going to win. It's exactly what happened. And Murray's throwing one tonight. And also, once the Raiders grittied after the punt, you knew the game was over. I mean, that, game was <laughs> yeah. that game was over, dude. There's like a couple things that when Trent and I watch a game that we'll know when something's over because a player will do something. I forget the game was, but it was literally on the kickoff. Yeah. The guy didn't even hit him, and he was celebrating walking <laughs> off, and we were like, yo, they're dead. Dude, dude like, last dead. night they showed the fans, the Dolphins fans in SoFi, <laughs> yeah. and we're like, yeah, the Chargers got this one. <laughs> they show this Dolphin van <laughs> in SoFi, and Trent goes, that, that was all I needed to see. <laughs> this game is over. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm going to do you a favor. And I'm going to take the Cardinals. So Let's go, boys. I'm going to do you a favor. Let's go. I'm going to take the Cardinals because every time on the pod, I'm on the other side of you, I can't sniff a coin. Can't even smell it. With the surge six on the line. Back to back. I'm going to do my, I'm going to do my duty and I'll take the Cardinals. I appreciate that. Thank you. I hate to see it. Obviously, I hate, you know. <laughs> Being on opposite sides of shit, but whatever works, man, I'll take it. I'll take the Cardinals. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> Let's get to the prize pick sneak nuke we got for Monday Night Football. We got an NHL two-teamer, and then we're wraps. Sneak nuke presented by prize picks, Monday Night Football, four legs, 100 pays five. First leg, Kyler Murray rush yards. 100 pays 10 if you're not soft, but if you're, if you're flexing it, which is nothing wrong with that. We're, f we're flexing. <laughs> Until we figure ourselves out, this is a flex play. Soft, soft. We just hit a 10x, bro. Let's run that shit back. So your first leg is? Kyler Murray rush yards. Give me Stevenson to score tonight. Wow. Pass, okay. rush, and receiving touchdown. And I'm going to be a, a little basic bitch boy again. D-hop receiving yards. I'm going to go with Hunter Henry's receiving yards as okay. my second leg. I like that. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Reliable. Yep. He's just the guy. He's In a the guy. slant. Find him. Yep. No, I like that. Kyler Murray rush yards. Stevenson touchdown. D-hop yards. Hunter Henry yards. That's another four-piece McNugget. That's a four-piece green gob. Hold the fry. <laughs> hold the fry. <laughs> Hold the fry and make it a chalky milkshake. Yeah, 
Okay. Um, I love that prize pick sneak nuke. Let's go back to back. The NHL two teamer. I got my bit, my little bitch boy boots on. Oh God. I got my little bitch boy boots on. <laughs> And it's the Oilers at plus Chicky. Oh my goodness, dude. Who are they playing? <laughs> it's the Oilers at plus Chicky. Oh, they play the Wild, bro. They play the Wild. In that's, Minnesota. That's interesting. In Minnesota. The Oilers are plus Chicky. Why are the Oilers plus Chicky? I hope McDavid's in. Because they want they want you to take the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to take the Wild. No, there's no reason to take the Oilers here other than I'm going to take the Oilers. Yeah, no. You just got to yeah. do it and hope they hit. take the Oilers. Oilers, give me another wagon on the ice. Let's go Devils money line. Wow, the Jersey Boys. In the garden, the gooey geyser. That's a wagon two-teamer, bro. And I'm just, as a Devils fan, since I was like four years old, because they're the only team in New Jersey, Yeah, we exclusively get spanked in the garden. But really? I like it. Yeah, dude, every time we go Maybe to that's why the line is the way it is every with time a pick New York. Yeah, every time we go to New York. Uh, but you got the better team. But I like no, I like it. Give like me the better team it. on the ice. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Oilies plus chick and the devils. Lock it in. That's the NHL two teamer. This has been another episode of TFM Bets. Let's go get surgical again tonight. You know, I want to see you hit a six. I don't mind being on the wrong side. Um the road to ten K for myself for college basketball continues. We're now in the green. You've been killing it. Big news. Um thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate you. Belichick business trip. Pack your bags. We'll be seeing. Let's go get it.